box here. <clears throat> Excuse me. By the bay. Saturday night. 11.15 p.m. I have Angel cuddled on me. Um, when I'm sitting on the couch, I belong to her. She does not like to share me with, uh, in particular, Rocky, the little dog. Now, when I go to bed, then I belong to Oreo, Angel's sister. Oops. Two females fighting over me, sort of. You know, what man doesn't like that? Super busy lately, a lot going on. Pixels is back up. Pixels at nexhibition.com. Wonderful, amazing. 29,000 curated images. A lot of great new stuff, too. Um, what else? S dropped off my book proposal for a large coffee table art book with the publisher the other day. History of Iphonography. And uh, hopefully I'll hear something about that shortly. If they don't take it, well, someone will. I worked, I'd say, half a year on the proposal, really thinking it through, how to present the incredibly exciting and insane early years of the iPhone photography movement, of which, of course, uh, Pixels was the record of. So, And then I have a show coming up in a couple weeks, two shows. Getting excited about that. I'm, I've been working on movies to go with the songs. I'm hoping that will, will happen. A little nervous about it, to be honest. Never done anything like that before. But uh, it's going to be really fun. At the Lost Church in San Francisco, you can Google it. You can go there and... and Buy tickets, and I would buy tickets because it's going to sell out. I was reading something about, you know, weather control the other day, and uh, it suddenly hit me that it's possible, and I'll tell you why. And forgive me if I've told this story before on a different audio boo. But back in the summer of 68, when the first riots were happening in Berkeley, it was not a fun time. I never liked them. You know, we'd go to a movie down on Telegraph Avenue, and everything would be fine. And you know, you come out a couple hours later and the cops are shooting tear gas down the street and you have to run for it. Um, it was also the summer that where Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy were killed also. So it was a very strange time in the world. I was 17 years old and uh, 
it was wasn't good. But I remember one time my friend Dave, who lived next door to me, and I, um, we had some blue wedge acid. And we, we took a pretty good dose. And then we walked up the hill behind where we lived, up, up in the Berkeley Hills, behind what was then the California School for the Deaf. And there was, a, on, the, on, the, uh, on the side of the hill, there was this big CSD uh, in concrete letters. You know, they were probably like 30 feet tall. You could see it from all over. So we would say, we're going up to the CSD, and that's what that meant. Basically, it was a fire trail that went up to the top of the hills, and then you could go down another way and, and, and like, hit uh, Strawberry Canyon where... Um, the Cal Stadium was and stuff like that. Anyway, we used to go up there all the time, smoke pot, whatever. So this night we were on a pretty big dose of, of this blue wedge acid, and that was probably the best acid I ever had. And uh, I mean, a couple months later, I was peaking on blue wedge when I heard I am the walrus for the first time. And, I'm convinced 50 years later that that permanently warped <laughs> my synapses. I'm grateful. I'm, I'm glad it happened that way. Anyway, we're up there and uh, at the hill, and you know, we were both smoking cigarettes at the time, so I'm sure we were smoking cigarettes. Whether or not we had any pot, I don't recall. We might have, maybe not. Didn't really need it. This is, like I say, this, this acid's coming on. Sun has gone down. It's dark. Um, and it's, uh, you know, there's clouds, cloud cover. We can look out across the bay, see the Bay Bridge, the Golden Gate in the distance, San Francisco. It was very dark. And, and, and unfortunately, it was clear that a riot was breaking out and starting to happen down the streets of Berkeley, we could hear the sirens, we could see in the distance some flashing lights and stuff. Uh, I seem to recall seeing some fires, not big fires, but at least, you know, some evidence that there were some fires burning. And we just sort of sat there, and it was just, it was really depressing, kind of freaky, and then coming out of this really strong LSD. And I remember at some point, both of us looked up straight up above our, you know, in the sky, and right above us was a perfectly round circle uh, hole in the clouds. And uh, through the hole, we could see blue sky, like daytime, daytime blue sky. This was not a hallucination, uh, hallucin sorry, a hallucination. Sorry, just, I'm, I'm re-picturing it right now. It's kind of blowing my mind once again. And we both looked at the same time, and we went, ah! <laughs> I mean, it was so freakishly weird. Um, and, you know, uh, neither one of us had an explanation. It was just, but that's what it was. And I remember talking to somebody once about it, somebody who was kind of an kind of elect electronic genius type guy and he said oh yeah well you know an, an acid that could amplify your brain waves and you could 
you know, easily blow a hole in the, in the, in the cloud cover. And you know what? I'm convinced that's what happened that night. And I, at that point, I was kind of freaked out. I said, I got to go down here. And I went down and sat with a eucalyptus tree for some period of time and just sort of communed with the eucalyptus tree. And, you know, the tree, I don't know, I helped me calm down and find some kind of peace on what could have been a, you know, really kind of dark and depressing psychedelic journey because of the bullshit going down on the streets of Berkeley in the late summer of 1968. So, yeah, I don't know that anybody's figured out how to, you know, control uh, weather control, but as far as I'm concerned, totally possible based on that. This is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you forever. Over.